<sighs> yeah. Sigh it out, girl. Sigh it out. Ooh, I just got back from the shift from hell. What was wrong? It was, it was so busy and we were understaffed and it was terrible. Oh, that sucks. It was really bad. Yeah, we had to turn off all like the delivery tablets and like turn off our website and everything. So, Wait, pe- so people, people would just... stop ordering. And so, oh pe- my God. and so people would like call and be like, so your website's down and we can't order. And we're like, yeah, bye. <laughs> and and, and oh my God, can you do that? And, and, well, yeah, well, apparently we can. <laughs> I guess. But, but I was just like, yeah. Um, so we had to turn it off because, you know, we were, you know, got a little, you know, too, it was a little too much. And right. So, and so they were like, oh, well, can I just order over the phone? And I'm like, yeah, but it's going to be like an hour and a half late. Oh. And they're like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> is Valentine's Day always a big day for you guys or just in like really COVID think times? So I don't think historically Valentine's Day has been a big day, but I guess during COVID times it yeah. is because people can't really like go out to eat right. as much unless they want to sit outside by the and like shiver by a heater, which right. like, that's not romantic. No. It's romantic to order out burgers and french fries. I mean, sure, I guess that's true. I mean, I, I went to the park during the day, but at nighttime in the evening, I wouldn't want to, I don't know. I, 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 don't, I didn't need to pick something up. We got Chinese food last night. We had leftovers. It was great. Okay. You know what? It was great. <laughs> did you feel loved today? Oh, I did. That's beautiful. Did you feel loved? No. Oh. <laughs> well, I, I talked to my mom and she loves me. That's great. Yeah. I like you a good bit. Thank you You're so welcome. much. That's, Where's my Valentine's Day present? Well, my presence is my presence. You oh. know, it always has been. So. That's the shittiest Valentine's oh, Day present. It's not, darling. Heard. It's what anyone would want. I feel like there are more candles. <laughs> <laughs> there are not. Look, and it's the same number. Candles. It's truly. Remember, there were there was the Italian Mandarin, which is the fruity one that you liked. I love. Then there are the two uh, floral ones, and there's the one you thought smelled like a, a tree, and yeah. I didn't feel like it smelled too much it's like a tree. Those are all the candles. It's the same number. I feel like there's a new candle every time. There's not. Place. Okay. All right, we're starting now. Okay. <laughs> Welcome back to the Zuge Matt's podcast. It's Matt Palmer. And it's Matt Steele. And we're back again for another week. And happy Valentine's Day happy to everybody Valentine's listening Day. and celebrating. And, you know, I feel like there are people out there who are like, oh, my God, I'm single. But it's like, you know what? This is a day to love yourself. Oh, my God. I love, love that. I love Valentine's Day. And I never have a Valentine. <laughs> <laughs> like the people who are just perpetually like hating on Valentine's Day. It's like, guys, calm down. It's, not that, it's also like not that big of a deal. It's I, not. It's, it's not like, a real home. It's like, honest. yeah, like it's, it's like this is fun. Let's do fun cute things but like yeah. Jack- Jackson I guess had walked with one of his friends and they were like so are you going to do a huge thing for Matt for Valentine's Day and he was like are we doing a huge thing I was like no <laughs> and he's like no he doesn't deserve a huge thing <laughs> he just like it got him nervous and now he's like you're not doing something huge for me I was like I'm mean, I got you a car yeah like I got like, I, I don't know like I'll tell desserts, you I love you I'll I hold will... your hand yeah yeah girl, you don't even get off of work for Valentine's Day like President's Day is tomorrow and you get off work for that that's I, a bigger holiday than not Valentine's until Day. our company got bought by a bank did I I get that day off. I have not gotten President's Day off until last year. Before that, it was, I think, until like for, since high school, I haven't gotten that off. Oh wow! Really? really? Yeah, oh. I was working. Wow. I know it's hard. I'm a I'm a I'm a big worker. You work so I work hard. So, I they don't make you work. I know on President. I Day, know everyone's favorite holiday. I know. It was very like you want a hot body. Better work, bitch. You better work, bitch. On, on President's Day. Well, this is the President's Day we can actually celebrate this year. We haven't I been know. able to celebrate in the past four years. Because the President is someone we respect and love. And you know what? Let's just get out of the way. The impeachment did not go the way it should have gone. 
But fuck all of that. Fuck Trump. Twenty twenty four is not happening. No, I'm disengaging. Much like Meredith Marks on Real Housewives of Salt Lake City, I'm disengaging <laughs> from all Trump discussion at this point. Like I, it didn't go the way it should have. But no, we have a better it's, president. And it's disgusting. It's disgusting. It's, it's, it's horrible. horrible. But like it's what was expected. Of course, it's what was predicted. But, the, there are forty three people in our Senate who need to be voted out. It was the most bipartisan. Uh, Impeachment of all time, so okay. we love that. But the fact that like Mitch McConnell was I, like, I can't was like can't. he's guilty, but I'm still of not. course. It's like how what you're a spineless what? piece of shit. But I'm just not gonna let my blood pressure go up from it, no, especially no. not on Valentine's Day. You know? No, oh no, no. Not my a day of love. this heart beats for love. Yeah, <laughs> not for we're, hate. We're today. gonna have a loving Valentine's. Day. I mean, all the stories are gonna <laughs> make me angry. So whatever. <laughs> but for right now, we're keeping it up. But Matt Steele, yeah, how was your week? My week was lovely. I yeah. had a very good time. I, I was on a podcast on Monday. Ooh, called, a podcast called Gay Talk 2.0. Mm. You should check it out. There are a couple of fun guys, and you know, I was on there talking about devos. I love it. Um, and I told them about two gay mats, and they were like, oh, "We have to listen." Of and course. I was like, oh, oh my gosh, that's oh my so God. amazing. Yeah. Gay Talk 2.0. I love that. We can all What's collab two- and then talk about gay stuff 2.0. I mean, as hey, opposed to 1.0. No, I, we're I beyond that. Are we still on 1.0? I hope not. Oh my God. We should call ourselves Two Gay Mats 2.0. I think they'd sue us. <laughs> I don't know <laughs> that they'd like it, but I just hope that we're we're as updated as all of the other gays. But I don't know that. I hope so. I, hope so. I mean, I was looking at, I um, was uh, sort of Skyping in with them mm. and they had like a whole, like they had me on a screen and Ooh. all this stuff. And I was just like, oh, this is 2.0. It's like, sweetie, we're not, we don't have that. We don't Maybe have that. we are 1.0. <laughs> we probably are 1.0. We don't have people calling in. No. Could, we, we, we should get someone to call in. We don't need people to call in like with visually, but like we should have more guests at the podcast. But it's like a headache to set up. But I, we should do it. Maybe there was that time we had Janie and then it and didn't record. It, it didn't record. <laughs> but then we got her. We got her yes. back. And that was a great episode. That was a great episode. Oh, yeah. It's always lovely to have Janie here. Jeez. Great. I miss. It. She should move in. Uh, she should. I mean, she's in our pod. She so. can share my bedroom. You guys would be great together. Yeah, we'd have a good time. Yeah. My tiny little room. It's hey, but with shelves. With shelves. With if she needs shelves. stuff to put on the shelves, they're there. I can put some of her stuff on it. Right. Only um, some. Only some. Because I mean, the Carol Channing <laughs> stuff stays. It takes up a lot of room. The Carol yeah. stuff. Uh, I don't know what else did I do. I kind of just hung around the apartment because I couldn't do uh, anything else. Yeah. Uh, that happens. That that happens. It yeah. Happen. I am this week. Getting a haircut. No! I'm doing going it. Going to Masood. I'm going to Masood. I have to do it. All right. Yeah. It's because I'm starting to get more auditions and I'm just oh. like, I mean, I is, have to look good. You're fully back to Matt Steele pre haircut. Yes. I'm like, I'm back to Matt Steele 1.0. Uh, you, <laughs> you absolutely are Matt yeah, Steele. Yeah. So we 1.0. need to go back to Matt Steele 2.0. Yes. Maybe do like a 3.0. I don't know what that'll uh, look what'll like. What'll it be? Fauxhawk? Oh, girl. I don't know. I don't know. It was a little Fauxhawk like a year ago this mm. time, but like, I don't know. Um, but yeah, I'm just like, I'm, I'm getting more auditions. Like, I have to look yeah. good. Yeah, yeah. you got to look so good, young. Presentable, marketable, young, 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 young. What about you? What did you do? Uh, this week, uh, what did I do? Well, we had a lovely Valentine's Day, Valentine's evening last night. Um, we had some social interaction, which was nice, which we'll talk to about a little bit later. But uh, yeah, so we had Chinese food last night and then had the leftovers today. We went to a park today, enjoyed the outdoors a bit. Uh, it was really lovely. We watched some things. We played some Mario Kart. It just was like a lovely... Like, oh, you're my boyfriend and I love you kind of day. And we love that. Did you guys like kiss? (laughs) We did. (laughs) I know. It's, I know. Oh my God. I decided after two years and a month that, like, I think that first kiss should happen. Oh my God. (laughs) I know. And it happened. And did you see the sparks? I, I think. I think it's going to be good for a bet. Oh yeah, isn't that God. crazy? I think it might work out. Guys, love <laughs> might exist. I know, love might conquer all. It's um, insane for you. 
<laughs> I think it will for you too. Oh, I'm, I have no doubt about yes. that. I, I always tell people, they're always like, oh, I want you to find someone. Like, Lord knows my mom's like, oh, Matthew, I just want you to find someone. I'm not uh, worried. You'll and, find I, and I'm very much just I'm, like, this, like, finding love is something I'm not worried about no. in the slightest. Like, I'm always like, oh, I'll find someone who can put up with I'm me. I'm more worried. Yeah, that's the thing. I'm more worried about who you're going to find. The poor guy. <laughs> like, he's going to be put through the ringer. Yeah, don't worry about me. Worry about him. Guys. Honestly, he's not even here yet, and I'm concerned. Um, but yeah, I feel like my week otherwise is pretty standard. We're still wrapping up the album. We're talking about what we can do as far as videos go because it's like this is COVID times. How do we get this done? So we have some ideas in the air. If the album comes out with no videos, don't be mad, guys. It's COVID. We're trying to do whatever we can. But we have an idea that I think is very cute for a first single type of thing. I'm so. very excited. He told Matt Palmer told me all about it and I was yes. like, you have my seal of approval. <laughs> I always am looking for the Matt Steel seal. Absolutely, because who else do you know has better taste than me? Well, I know myself, so that's someone. I said better taste. Yeah, that's, me. I heard you. Oh. Very clearly. Oh, I didn't, mm. I didn't know if you heard me. I did, you heard yeah, me no. correctly I, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, I did. Oh, I heard every syllable. No, okay. no. Well, let's just jump into news for idiots. Okay. All right. So, um, as of last week, if you, I'm sure you heard the podcast because, you know, you're a faithful listener. Um, Britney Spears, oh gosh, the iPad's not working, but uh, tap, Br- tap. Britney Spears uh, documentary was released. Did you ever watch it? I watched it last night. Oh, how did you feel? I'm devastated. I, mean, like, how do you- <laughs> I just wanted you, I needed you to say it. Of course you were devastated. There's yeah. no other way to feel. I'm devastated, but you know, my love for her grew. Even Those greater. interviews. I know. I fucking know. dreadful. Yeah. Um. So there has been additional fallout, which again was what I was hoping is that they would get more eyes on her case and that things would start happening. And I think the first dominoes are starting to fall. Um. So apparently Brittany has commented uh, sort of commented on the documentary like she made an Instagram post or a story that was basically like all right I'm ready to talk about like the big event of last week the Super Bowl and like Uh. went on to talk about that and then she tweeted like no one know you know what I thank you for all the love but no one knows you know uh, what actually goes on when someone else's life more than the person behind the camera or whatever and then it's coming out that supposedly Brittany is working on a documentary of her own oh. about her life oh. so I guess the assumption is that at some point Jamie won't be in control anymore or she'll be out of the conservatorship and be able to put out her documentary of her own but I feel like even though this is all stuff that we as you know Brittany diehards and people that are in the know already knew it really is getting it out into the world and people are getting riled up about this and that's what I wanted I think that's best case scenario mm-hmm. and the fact that Brittany knows that there are eyes on her makes me happy I would love to see a documentary from her point oh my of God, view I will buy it I will go to the movie theater to oh, see it I would be there the moment it opened uh, you know what would be incredible though is huh. if it was like in the form of a visual album and there were oh, there was some music to go even, along with it sorry I can't cry on the <laughs> podcast today so i can't engage in that thought process I, I don't know if that idea is like really tacky or like genius i mean we gotta promote like and the <laughs> thing is if people are talking let's give them something to talk about yeah you know? I, the thing is like everyone was talking about it this week like yes. even my straight co-workers were just like can you just like give me a rundown on like what happened with britney and i'm just like i can't give you just a quick rundown on the history like my mom right. listens to the podcast yeah. and she texted me a bunch of questions about last week's podcast <laughs> and she was just like what is cancel culture what happened with what happened <laughs> with Kevin Spacey what what happened with Britney and I was like okay I'm gonna answer I'm gonna answer this as 
quickly as possible. Yeah. I, of course, I sent her a giant long text of message course. about Britney. <laughs> I, I like, love it. This one's the most important one you need to know. I about. mean, honestly, if you have questions about what's going on, that's honestly what the documentary is for. Because if we were mm-hmm. to explain it, it would take longer than the documentary, like than the 72 minutes on Hulu. So do that. And um, I'm in Glamour magazine came out and apologized. And I feel like a couple of writers of those kind of articles back from 2007 apologized, which I thought was lovely. Mm-hmm. And um, kind of the most high profile person that apologized to her was a Mr. Justin Timberlake who uh, took to his Instagram a few days ago and wrote this message for, uh, I guess, all of us, Janet Jackson and Britney Spears. So he says, I've seen the messages, tags, comments and concerns and I want to respond. I am deeply sorry for the times in my life where my actions contributed to the problem where I spoke out of turn or did not speak up for what was right. I understand that I fell short in these moments and many others and benefited from a system that condones misogyny and racism. I specifically want to apologize to Britney Spears and Janet Jackson, both individually, because I care for and respect these women and I know that I have failed. It goes on. Mm -hmm. But they're not mentioned again. He talks a lot about how he doesn't in the future want to benefit from white supremacy blah 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 it's if it was if this apology was written like days at like the day after the Crimea River video came out or the mm-hmm. day after the Super Bowl mm-hmm. then maybe this would suffice but we're pushing on 20 years later I need more specifics it's hard it, it is it is too little too late absolutely um and it's kind it's kind of just like oh we're like this should have been done so much earlier and but now that it's become such a huge thing like right. this documentary and like the Super Bowl just happened so of course Janet Jackson's trending yes so so it it does feel too little too late I I'm you know, the the good thing about it is we can all, this is a good example to learn yeah. from history so that, you know, everyone can see what happened back then. They know more now and everyone can benefit from this as a whole. Absolutely. Um, so... So, yeah, I, I I try to put myself in his shoes because, you know, I try to put myself in everyone's shoes and it's like, OK, you know, did he... Clearly, he, you know, had blind spots and the way everyone has blind spots about certain things. Um, but it is too little too late, which sucks. And but you know what? He'll be fine. It'll be a week of bad, pre- a week or two of bad press for him. Whereas like Janet Jackson and Britney Spears, they have suffered for so long. I mean, so, yes, I, I, I don't. Uh, I think this is better than nothing. Yeah. Uh, but I do feel like. If it's he's so far and away from it where it could have just been more specific, like this is how I wish I had shown up for these women in these ways versus like, oh, I benefited from an unfair system that is, you know, um, pro white men and anti everyone else, which was kind of his point of view, which is true. But let's not just say, oh, the problem was I benefited from a system, but it's like this is the way that I could have. This is what I could have done. Yes. And this if it was today, this is what I would have done differently. Mm -hmm. And I we got none of that. I just. And also, like, he is this. I don't think that this bad press is just going to go away, but it's also like he's 40, like not to be Mm -hmm. a dick, but like and his last album was a complete flop. Like, it's not like he has much of a music career to be worried about or to be salvaging, like whether or not he made this apology unless the song was very good and inescapable. He wasn't going to be played on the radio anyways. So it's like, 
maybe he'll be in his little Apple TV Plus films and whatever and like have a future there. But I wish he had done this when he was, you know, the biggest artist in the world. Like yeah. that's what would have been nice. So it, it would have been very nice. And yeah, like that's a very good point. Like the specifics would have really, yes. really. It would have gone a long way for it me gone personally. A long way. Because any like literally I can write a note and be like, I have benefited because I have. Yes. <laughs> like, yes. like we all like we all have benefited in some sort of way. Like, so well, I could me. Just, <laughs> <laughs> so I guess male well, privilege. You are a man. I you am. Man, like, that, didn't we get a comment one time that was like, Matt Palmer is the biggest example of male of privilege. privilege. And it's like, and it's like what? what are you talking <laughs> like, about? You literally had to say male because that's my only privilege. That's, the, oh, that's like, <laughs> like I, yeah, I don't know what they were trying to they say. They were mad because I didn't like Taylor Swift in something. Okay. <laughs> and it's like, okay. Yeah. Yeah. So, so, so yeah, he, he kind of just did a sort of. It was, it was a very broad, vague it was. statement. But, but I mean, at least it, it, was, it was grammatically it was, correct, yes. which is more than I can say for some apologies written on <laughs> notes app. That is true. So, so, so whatever intern or whatever manager whoever wrote that, wrote that and like, a, at least nice proofread. <laughs> yeah, we appreciate that. Um, and while I am still over here stewing that Normani is not featured on If It Ain't Me on the Dua Lipa re-release, which, by the way, even though Normani makes the song better, the song is still great. <laughs> I miss her desperately. Yeah. But of the bonus tracks, it is like far and away my favorite off of the Future. Really? I really world. like Fever. Oh, Fever's great too, but it came out a couple weeks ago. Yeah, I was about to say I've I've heard Fever before. Yeah, I would say Fever's Fever, great. Fever, um, and If It Ain't Me yes. are by like the two. Best. I don't understand why. I know. <laughs> yeah. We're good. Yeah. And good yeah, it's a nice cute little song cute. but like there are two that are better i mean also though fever is like two minutes so, like barely <laughs> Fever has a video though does it yeah okay they're just, i mean it's like low budget just like running around a city and like the two of them but it's it's a great song it's so catchy yeah it, it deserved more it's great if it ain't me is great as well but it's becoming clearer and clearer that possibly it was normani and her team's decision not to have her on if it ain't me okay because normani i believe just today has posted a snippet of new music which is like Finally, I was begging for that. I thought you were about to say it's fine, and I'm no, like, oh, that's no, no, it's good, it's good. Okay, okay. It's a very short clip, but it seems to sample Aaliyah. It seems to be very now. It almost could sounds like something SZA could do, and she's huge at the moment. Mm. Like it's. I'm, I still have high hopes. I, I want great things for her. She can perform her fucking ass off. And if the music's up to par, then everything will work out. That's so. cool. Like, I mean, you know, we love Aaliyah in this house. And Ugh. and I mean, if we had like a SZA who could dance, that's awesome. I mean. I mean does SZA dance? I don't know. I, I honestly don't know. I feel like she, she definitely makes visual statements. And she dances a little, but like yeah. not like normal. Not like normal. She's not like a dancer. No, yeah. no, no. Um, so I think that would be amazing. I'm excited. And she's been posting a bunch of new pictures. It just makes me feel like, to quote Mariah Carey's 2001 non-hit Loverboy, the stuff is starting now. Uh, Loverboy peaked at two, which is not un- All right, un- we get it. You read the memoir. I was there. <laughs> it wasn't a hit. It peaked quickly and fell quickly. Okay. All right. <laughs> I, I love her. We, I love her, but not a hit. Um, so Normani is coming, and I'm excited. In sad news, because we can't go through a freaking episode of the podcast without sad news. Mm-hmm. Nicki Minaj's father was killed in a hit and run accident. Today. I saw that. That's what the awful. fuck? That's, That's horrible. horrifying. Like this poor woman. So Nicki Minaj's father, Robert Mirage, has died after being struck in a hit and run accident on Friday evening. He was 64 years old. According to the Nassau County Police in New York, Mirage was hit by a vehicle which subsequently fled without meaningful description from witnesses. He was taken to a nearby hospital in critical con- condition and succumbed to his injuries on Saturday. Was he 
in a vehicle of his own or was he like hit like hit I, his body was hit. I assume it's he was also in a vehicle but I haven't really investigated the story because it's too sad That's like awful. it's awful my she, my she just had a baby didn't she Oh, he just had a baby. Yes, she did. Sorry, it's That's just sad. But go on. My uh, coworker, um, the assistant manager at my restaurant, uh-huh. she was on her moped and she got hit by a car, and the car like went off, like f- drove off. Could you imagine? She broke her arm. Could you imagine doing that? That's I can't imagine. It's yeah, like heartless. Like literally, I have like tapped a car by accident and left a note because I'm just like <laughs> I, well, I don't know what happened here. I backed out. It didn't work out. Let I don't know what happened. <laughs> That's what the note said. This is the note verbatim. I don't know what happened here. <laughs> but it's like. But I didn't know this, but two things can't occupy space at the same time. Like, <laughs> I don't know how that I don't happened. I don't know how this happened. But I left a note, I left a number, and it was so small that the person never even called me. But it's like, I did my part. I'm yes. not like a garbage person. And the person wasn't in the car. The car was barely nicked. If I hit a person in a car or a person on a moped, like, what? Mm-hmm. And you just speed off? Yeah. It's People craziness. Are awful. So, you know, I just, you know, I'm the thoughts, thoughts for Nikki and her family. It's very sad and uh, it's just awful. Um, but in happier news for Matt Steele, or I guess more distressing, well, distressing news for you. I'm not distressed. It, your tweets seem distressed. I, my tweet I, seemed, um, I, I don't, it's, uh, uh, I had thoughts. Okay. Well, the King and I movie remake is, there's a King and I movie remake in the works, mm-hmm. is the point. A film remake of Roger and Hammerstein's King and I is in the work at Paramount Pictures and Temple Hill. This project's still in early stages. No writer or director attached yet. However, producers are planning to bring a contemporary and diverse perspective to the material. I mean, essentially, they're probably just actually going to hire Southeast Asians. <laughs> Did they not, when was the first, last movie? 1956. Oh. And they were people of color in the yes. King and I. They were just, you know, like Latinos. And <laughs> I mean, Yul Brynner um, was also, he his nationality is Russian, but he also um, had a little bit of Mongolian in him. So okay. It's like, okay. That's something. But, but I, no, but I mean, the it takes place in Thailand. So oh. that's a different part of Asia. <laughs> so, okay. And there were the main cast who was, you know, supposed to be Thai weren't so so hopefully you know uh at this point they will be you know actual agents that's a really that's what's more diverse means is like true to what the script says well i (laughs) (laughs) like this is really the lowest bar i you know i i don't know but the uh, you know the king and i besides you know the problematic casting because you know it was 1956 besides that the king and i movie is perfect like the king and i movie is a cinematic masterpiece. Okay. And I consider like the three perfect movie musicals <laughs> that I worship and adore. What are the other two? Uh, Fiddler on the Roof and The Sound of Music. Oh, okay. And so. Fiddler's long. It is long, but every frame is worth it. Oh, I remember I made you sit through that I for my birthday. It's like three hours I'm long. Still, I feel like I'm still sitting there in some oh, ways. Oh my God. I'm always sitting there in my heart. <laughs> <laughs> because I mean, just that movie's perfect. But anyway, back to the king and I. Um, so, you know, I'm, I'm a little trepidatious, but mm. I think to myself, how many times have they remade Hamlet? <laughs> like how many, like there are remakes and remakes of all of these classics, the King and I, and you know, older musical theater, essentially the Hamlet of American theater, you mm. know, it's a classic work. So of course it's going to be remade and redone and re-envisioned. And some of these re-envisionments are going to be bad. This movie, <laughs> this movie could be bad and it I could, could end up being mad, but you know, 
if, but then 50 years down the line, there might be another one, right. <laughs> you know, so, and I will be alive to see it. And uh, one already exists that you, and really one like. already exists the stage show exists, which is just perfection, yeah. you know, so, so I, I'm not losing anything. I only have things to gain. That's a good attitude. Yeah. So okay. that's what I have to always tell myself, but still I send out the nervous tweets. You <laughs> I, I yeah. saw it. Yeah. So I'm, I'm caught, I'm optimistic. I'm, I'm just like, don't mess it up, please. All right. Please. I want it to be really good. Okay. And if it's not, I'll be fine. But <laughs> Oh, you got I got Alexa. a all riled up in here. <laughs> <laughs> but yes, yeah, yeah. she I guess she agrees. And, you know, I've always thought to myself, if I were to direct a new king and I, what would I do? Mm. And I have many ideas. So maybe they'll call me to um, direct it. Yeah, maybe. maybe. Hey, if uh, whoever's producing this, if you need someone, hey. I'm available. Leave that phone off silent. Make sure you get that ring. Oh, don't miss I, that call. Absolutely. If there is a number I do not know. I, well, let's get real. I'll let it go to voicemail. <laughs> and so be sure to leave a voicemail because I yes. always check my voicemails. Okay. Well, <laughs> let's move on. Um, in other news, Taylor Swift has released her re-recorded version of Love Story. So as we all remember, um, her masters are now owned by, oh, what's his name? Uh, Scooter Braun. Scooter Braun, mm-hmm. yes. And she hates him mm-hmm. and uh, just believes that she be- uh, deserves to own her own masters. And so since she is not given the option to buy them back, she's re-recording her first albums that were under Big Machine Records. And she has started with Fearless and has released the new version of Love Story. Did you listen to it? I did. It sounds... It's Love Story. It's the same. No complaints. Oh, what a great song. That song singer. I don't think there's like a line that is a happier line of music written in the past like 15 years than um, I talk to your dad, go pick out a white dress. (laughs) It's a love story because it's just... It's just like, yeah, it's like I am a, a little girl just bouncing up and down to my room to that song. I mean, it's a lovely and it really takes you back. I You should watch the lyric video because she did very cutely, like showed a lot of like old vlogs that she took back in 2008 and like pictures with fans from back then. And it's one of those things that when you're living through honestly anything after 2003, I'm always like, this is still the same era, right? Like we all dress kind of the same. And you look at that video and like, oh, and like, oh no. no, that really was 12, 13 and years ago. And I forgot ago. that she used to make hair. Hand hearts all the time. Every picture, she's just hand hearting. It's like really all the time. That was it's her the thing. Only thing she is did. It like how the Spice Girls, like Victoria, always pointed. It is like just pointing. It is more, more than that. It's like every <laughs> second, like they have video of all the little girls in the audience, heart hands up with Taylor's heart handing up, and it's like. Oh, y'all are really doing that, huh? I mean, you gotta get a gimmick hey, if you want to get ahead. It is a. Great, great song. And I'm excited. The Fearless re-release comes out, I believe, April 9th. And uh, she is doing all 20 tracks from the original and the deluxe and adding six more tracks that were cut from the original Fearless release because for whatever reason, whether her decision or the label's decision. So we're going to get all of the creative mind of Taylor Swift in 2008. We're getting all of the songs that fell out of that head. That's fun. I'm excited. That's a lot of songs. Like six is a lot. Like it's a lot. We would have been lucky if she was like, here's two. Honestly. Here's two cut songs from yes. Fearless. But it's like six. six. She's just like, you motherfuckers are listening to this new thing. You're oh, not yeah. just because you've heard these songs doesn't mean you're not going to listen. Oh, yeah. And to she's this. like, you will buy this. You will buy this. You will buy this. Thank you. You want, this, you want those six Don't, new tracks. Hey, and fans, you want that poster? Yeah. Got to get the target. Yeah. This isn't just to help me like, you know, get my money for fearless. This is to help you to get that poster yes, and to get those six songs. And, you, and we need that. And we need that. We need I, that. I'm excited. I love that album. I, that album always brings me back to such a specific time. I was in college. I remember taking 
a uh, an Amtrak from NYU down to uh, UVA where my friend was performing in Oklahoma and she wanted me to see her performance and I went and visited with her and stayed with her over the weekend and whenever I listen to Fearless I just am right back on that Amtrak because mm. uh, that's what I was listening because I listened to the first album I was like I heard our song and I like, played it for people I was like this girl's good this girl's good like something's happening this girl's good mm-hmm. but when I heard Fearless the album I was like oh no this is yeah, this is a whole. Other it's thing. such a great album. God, it's great from top to bottom. I'm Except excited. you don't like change, but change for some bad. for some reason, it's all oh, change. I, like I think it. is it's, nice. It's just like sometimes when she's young and trying to be like, I'm gonna have a mature point of view. It's like okay, it's like never grow up to me. Just like you change should. is better than never grow up. No, they're both bad. No, <laughs> they're both. I don't even think never grow up is like as bad, but like. I understand why, Mm-mm. you know, <laughs> but Mm-mm. change, I think is a very fine song. Okay. Well, um, did you watch Mariah? Do we belong together on Kelly and Ryan? I haven't, but everyone is showing oh, You have to watch it. Okay. She just, the whole new arrangement is amazing. She sounds amazing. She looks amazing. Like the beat changes up a million times. It's like a completely new reimagined version of the song that is still true to the original but like different enough that it's exciting she's putting out a seven minute version one of these days supposedly this week I can't wait and it just was so surprising that she's on Kelly and Ryan just being like oh this is the new Valentine's classic we belong together and it's like I love it (laughs) I love it and I also am a little confused because it's like it's like when people when that song came out were like oh my god it's gonna be my wedding song it's like have you listened to the yeah, lyrics? Yeah, that's not a wedding This song. isn't a love song. <laughs> like, this isn't actually a love song, but you know what? If we get new versions like this, it can be whatever she wants it to be. It sure. sounds like she's just trying to take over another holiday, and you know what? I'm here for it. What's she going to do for President's Day? Hey. She's got, like, uh, an hour. <laughs> I mean, I think I think something's coming, so everyone everyone watch your streaming services. Um, in Bachelor news... Um, oh, man, I saw this. This is so much that even I have not plugged into it because this season of the bachelor is tough because a the best person the best girl on the show just got kicked off and i'm like she better be the bachelorette or i'm fucking rioting uh and then b matt james is so boring that it's like i don't care about anything and don't feel anything off of you on the television but apparently there's this girl who is named rachel she's kind of being positioned as a front runner and it has come out that she went to an antebellum ball uh and basically was in this kind of like vaguely like old southern white supremacist kind of like fraternity seeming and they had this big old country themed fraternity party that just was in horrible taste and so she had to come out and apologize and say that her ignorance was you know, was racist and there's no excuse for it. And then Chris Harrison talked to Rachel Lindsay, who was the first black bachelorette, who for some reason is now like whenever there's a race problem on The Bachelor or The Bachelorette, which, by the way, is every week. Mm. People have to talk to Rachel about it. And she has to give a comment. And it's like, leave this woman alone. I know. She's like, I don't know what to say. She's like, like I am sick of this. And then Chris was basically like, I think people should just have some grace and keep watching. And like, you know, this was a bad look. In 20, it's a bad look in 2021, but was it that bad of a look in 2018? It's like to go to like a vaguely plantation themed party. (laughs) Yeah, it was. 2018, yeah. And Rachel tries to uh, explain that to him and he talks over her. And so now Chris Harrison is taking a step back from the Bachelor franchise. He will not be hosting the After the Final Rose. My uh, Matt, the black lead of this season, is has had a statement in response to like all these Rachel claims basically being like, I don't know if he's like it, the way his statement came across. I can't even find it right now. And also, who cares? 
it sounded like, oh, so this girl wins. You picked her. Oh, no. I think he picked her, which has happened in other seasons where like bad stuff has come out about a contestant and the lead is like, you know what? People have so many different sides to them and like have grown so much from since then. And it's like, oh, you picked them. That's who you're currently with. Well, um, uh, you know, it's Valentine's Day. Well, love can can conquer all, I guess. I mean, uh, it's just like, I'm so tired. Like, just let me get to Katie's season of The Bachelorette. I assume it's going to be her. She's the girl who just got kicked off. The whole season's basically like all these girls being really mean to each other and not even in a fun way. And Katie's the only one being like, you're all being bitches. And I'm like, yes, tell them Katie. So Team Katie, we love her. Everyone else can go. Um, la- this is the last story. I think it's an important story to talk about, even though we never... I, we haven't seen Buffy the Vampire Slayer. Yeah, we're pair. not really Buffy the Vampire no. Slayer gays. But Chris- nothing against it. But no, yeah, I'm I just sure, have hey, never seen it. <laughs> I've never seen it. And uh, Charisma Carpenter, who is an actress on the show, has spoken out against Joss Whedon, who is the creator of the show, basically saying that um, he was emotionally abusive to her on set and would um, call her fat and try to alienate her from the other cast members and got in trouble for being pregnant. And then mm-hmm. after she had her baby, got like abruptly fired from the show. Sarah Michelle Geller and like several of their female castmates have come out uh, saying that they support Charisma and like are not wanting to stand with Joss Whedon in this. Their male cast members, including Dale, David Boreanaz, who I think spun off to Angel, said nothing. So Buffy guys, please step up. Yeah. Just to say, just like, I know you're worried about your careers or whatever, but like. What's David Boreanaz doing? I'm sure he's on like a CSI something. Does Boom? I think Bo- did Bones. When did Bones end? Oh, Bones was a big show. Bones, he was, Bones on was on. Bones was on for a long yeah. time. Yeah. So if nothing else, his money's good. Like just <laughs> <laughs> like you're fine. Just like do the right thing. Is yeah. that so hard? I mean, do like do what Justin. Write the note in your notes. Yeah. App. And even if they proofread it, even if your your comment is you know what that wasn't my experience with him but that does not invalidate hers and I stand with her and no one should be treated like that on set that's enough especially because like this girl's your your friend your, co- your colleague and everything and I maybe I, he feels the same way about Joss Whedon I right. Joss Whedon's always that celebrity that people always talk about and I'm always like oh that's a singer like that's, <laughs> that's, that's a singer are you thinking Joss Stone uh, maybe she was like a white, blue-eyed soul. Singer. That sounds right. Yeah. That sounds to me. <laughs> yeah. yeah, but like Josh, we like everyone always talks about Josh Whedon, and I'm always like, oh yeah, like a singer from uh, the um, uh, '90s. Uh, <laughs> yeah. So I, I, I really do not. I don't know what he looks like or anything. I, I don't know the specifics about right. him, but. Uh. Just sad. If we could all be better to each other, be better on set. I mean, I guess it just has to happen this way. You have to weed out all the bad people, and then you, this is the new normal after getting all the bad people out of the industry. Or yeah. again, it's it's stuff to learn from. To when you know the industry opens back up again, right. <laughs> there will be more good people who are on the front lines. Who all right, are, who are making the big decisions and and treating everyone well. From your lips to God's ears. Yeah. I mean, and I'm going to be directing the next King and I movie, so I I'm going to be so nice to everyone on set. You are manifesting that, aren't you? Are you I'm going to be so mean on that set. <laughs> I'm going to be like, I'm going to be like, this isn't as good as the 1956 movie. Don't. don't. I'm be like, what are you doing? What are you doing? I mean, don't be like Joss, darling. Don't call someone fat because they're pregnant. That's all I ask. I, I, I don't foresee that I, <laughs> for myself. I hope that, you know, I hope that you don't. Um, all right. So let's take a quick break and we'll be back with more Two Gay Mads podcast. Okay, we're back. We're going to plow it's through true, this back. so you can go back to your boyfriend, cuddle in on Valentine's Day. <laughs> Thank you so There's much. There's still, what, it's 11, 12 p.m. right now? There's still time. There's still time. That's true. Some, some kisses. Oh, my gosh. To give him that present that you apparently didn't get him because you only got him a card. 
No, I got him <laughs> presents too. I got him some dessert stuff. Don't worry, I we did fine. Oh, I yes. you only said you only got him. A no, no, we did other things. I got him. Oh, some good. Flowers. Then he can wait. He can wait. <laughs> oh God. <laughs> so this is email my heart. This is the section of the podcast where we answer any questions that you guys might have. You can be a part of email my heart if you email us at two gamemats at gmail The first question comes to us from Christopher. Christopher says, "Longtime listener, first time caller." Hi, Matt. Oh, this is my friend, Chris. This is your friend, okay. Chris. Okay. Yeah. yeah I, I didn't know if we wanted to reveal that. Oh, sorry. Yeah. Well, it I, comes up. I've never, I've never met Chris. He's amazing. So so to me, he's just a fan. Okay. Great. <laughs> no, I think we're, we're friends on Twitter. We chat with each other on Twitter. Um, so Christopher says, hi, Matt. Thanks for always distracting me while bored at work. Steel, I feel like I know you even though we've never met. Palmer, answer your text. Look. XOXO. That's, uh, I can... Um, I can relate to that. Palmer, I, answer your text. Please. I answer my text. You're the worst texter I know. I anyway, texter. You're the worst. Oh my God. Anyways, due to an unhealthy obsession with WandaVision leading me down a general Marvel Wikipedia hole, I found myself coming across a specter from Broadway's past. When you segued it into email my heart today, I knew I had to ask, <laughs> have y'all ever discussed Spider-Man turn off the dark? Obviously, I had heard about it at the time, but A, I was not interested in at all because Bono and B heard it was wet garbage. Uh, (laughs) I was up till 1 a.m. watching clips of it on YouTube last night and wow, like it's beyond terrible. So many good (laughs) people involved, Julie Taymor, TV Carpio, and most importantly, my eternal icon, Miss Eco Ishioka, RIP. I I believe she's the designer that passed Oh, okay. Uh, And yet... It's just terrible. I scrubbed through a full YouTube bootleg and the audience seemed to agree. Nary a chuckle nor a cheer in sight. I'm scared to even try to listen to the songs. What happened here? People died, Kim. P.S. Apparently, there's a book by the writer chronicling the whole thing. I kind of want to read it to hear more on why Tamor got fired. Anyways, Quarantine Taylor is garbage. Stan Brittany wow. and Gaga and Wanda, Wanda Maximoff and stay safe. Chris. There's a lot of he, you know what he has a lot of opinions. I mean, anytime you bring up Spider-Man, turn off the dark. You're you're headed towards serious serious discussion because what a fucking moment that does not get talked about on it, Broadway. And now. the thing is, it was so crazy that it was permeating throughout pop culture everywhere. Like there are thirty rock jokes about that show. Oh my! Oh, it's it's insane. And the thing is, like when it was gone. It was gone. Like, like <laughs> the thing is, when it was happening, everyone was talking about it. But when I say it disappeared, it's after it like closed. Yeah. People just refuse to bring it up again because it's it's it was such a scandal. Uh, for those of you who don't know, in like 2011, Spider-Man: Turn Off the Dark was supposed to um, open on Broadway. Mm. It did not for a long time. It was in a preview period for several months because wow. uh, you know it, there are a lot of conflicting stories. Julie Tamor was apparently a difficult director because mm. apparently she had so many ideas and no one to contain her and and apparently a lot of these ideas were not really feasible so people got hurt with like the special effects God. but also um apparently like because Bono and the Edge wrote the music and apparently like the score was never really like finished and like the book was never really finished and everything it's like wait we're in previews now I was gonna how, say how because and their excuse I think I think was that like Julie Taymor like kept changing her mind and blah blah blah, blah. Mm. But, like I don't know what is true and what is not this is just rumors that I have heard um I and then so then they closed previews they never opened where they didn't open for what is called Spider-Man 1.0 we're going back to the pointos Jesus <laughs> <laughs> so there was Spider-Man 1.0 yes. which was Julie Taymor's vision that apparently never found a footing mm. Um, and then they closed it for a little bit and then it reopened it as Spider-Man. They fired Julie Taymor 
uh, reopened it as Spider-Man 2.0, which had apparently an actual book, an actual, you know, a finished product, uh, but apparently was still terrible. But, and then it closed not, it didn't last long. Let me, I just want to say when it was there, I was like, I'm not seeing this. Why would I want to see this? And now, like 10 years later, I regret not seeing (laughs) 1.0 and 2.0 so badly. Why? Because, so I could have said I witnessed that. Like, I was there for that. Because I see clips of it online. Because you see clips of it and you're just like, oh my God, this looks crazy. And I mean, the effects, the sets. I mean, Julie Taymor is a genius. Mm. So the, the visuals were just out of this world. So when you watch the clips, you're just like, oh, my God, this looks amazing. But then when you watch, you know, like full four minute clips Mm. or like five minute clips of like a bootleg or something, you're just like, oh, (laughs) you're just like, ah, is it the book? Is it the music? Are the songs bad? Like what's happening? It's just very chaotic Mm. and uh, not much of it makes much sense. But maybe I had to be there live, which is why I regret not (laughs) getting a a cheap little ticket and seeing it. Wow. So I I really do. Maybe we should uh, review it for a Patreon. I mean, is there a... (laughs) A, a soundtrack to this? Like, is there a cast recording you for know, this? I've never even looked to see if it exists. <laughs> but you know what I'm going to be doing after I, I get off of this podcast? I know exactly is, what you're going to be doing. Because <laughs> <laughs> I, I just, I really wish I got to see it live and know because everyone who saw it was just like, it's wild. It's like crazy. All right. So, I, you know, it's, it's sort of like a, when I look back on Carrie the musical on Broadway, I look at clips of it. I'm just like, man, I wish I was there to see that because this is bonkers and like genius in its own way but like not <laughs> the, ta- the cast recording is on spotify okay i mean i don't know if it's the full it's music from it's 14 tracks maybe there were more but something is on spotify i mean there were probably more that were in 1.0 oh i'm sure <laughs> and uh were cut for 2.0 apparently there was like a, a geek chorus or something in in 1.0 which is kind of fun <laughs> like come on and play off a greek chorus yeah, no i got it thank yeah, you but like, and but apparently that was scrapped for 2.0 and i was like oh i like that idea but i guess it didn't work it's fine um so the next email comes to us from erica erica's subject line is justice for all the ladies Oh, yeah, for all of the ladies. Okay. (laughs) Sorry. Hello, darlings. Hello's from Frozen Over, New Jersey. I promised Matt S. on Facebook that I will email you, so here's my quick question regarding the madness that ensued after the Framing Britney doc. Now that JT, in parentheses, Satan himself, (laughs) apologized to Britney and Janet, in parentheses, I guess later is better than never, uh, do you think society is ready for a broader discussion of the treatment of women in entertainment business? In parentheses, a.k.a. Taylor, Brittany, Demi. The list is way too long. And as a female scientist that tries to support women, I just get sad. Mm. Uh, what steps should we take other than being actually caring and decent humans when it comes to looking in the past and learning from it? Sending my love and socially distanced hugs to both of you gorgeous humans. Thank you for putting a smile on my face every Monday morning with your podcasts or whenever I need to pick me up during the work day. Get your vaccines when you can and continue to spread the real facts that you have in your hearts. XOXO, I don't care. Don't judge me if you want. Or judge me if you want for putting XOXO. No, we love an XOXO. We love an XOXO. My, my mom literally has sentence every text with an XOXO. <laughs> every text message comes with an XOXO. I'm obsessed. Yeah, so. um, I think the documentary is actually going to do a lot in that. I, But I also feel like society since, especially since the Me Too movement and, um, you know, since... 
Harvey, what, what was his fucking name? Weinstein. Weinstein. Yeah, since all of that broke, I feel like that conversation is happening. Maybe not as specifically in the music industry, so maybe this will kind of ha- make that happen more quickly and more um, succinctly. But I feel like the fact that looking at those old Britney interviews seems so insane means that there has been some sort of evolution over the past 20 years. Mm-hmm. Um, and I feel like the conversation around mental health is so much different today. Like, even though people are not fair to these women, of course, but the way that Britney was treated during 2007 and the way that Selena Gomez is treated after having a bad performance because of a panic attack mm-hmm. or Demi Lovato is treated for having that relapse and, you know, ODing and almost passing away. It's night and day. Yeah. Like, I feel like, of course, there are so- always going to be some people who are trolls online and being assholes. But the media was not mocking these women like they were Britney Spears at that time. Mm. Uh, but I think the documentary certainly highlights it. And even the smaller things that the media probably still gets away with is going to be more closely scrutinized. I, I'm excited. I think people are looking up old interviews. Even Lindsay Lohan on uh, David Letterman went viral oh in this God, past that week. Oh my God, video you watch it. And I am just like, wow, Lindsay. Like, the way she can herself is just so excellent like she's so smart like I need to I didn't watch it yet I've just seen like she is just so like wise in her responses to him I feel and I'm just like wow this is like a part of Lindsay that I wouldn't have even considered watching I mean I don't watch Letterman right but uh, you wouldn't you would never like why didn't that video go viral right or then like a magazine like Lindsay carries herself well after being asked offensive questions right right. you know and that that especially I think the fact that stuff like that is going to come up and I hopefully still keeps coming up is going to highlight this and basically with the spotlight on these media personalities these interviewers these the tmz's of the world it's like if this is how you treat your female superstars you will be called out like these tiktok kids aren't playing where they have time and they're going to look you up and they're going to get you out of here so I think it's going to be moving in the right direction absolutely yeah i mean even just the fact that my straight guy coworkers like asked me they were like I didn't have to walk in and be like let's talk about Britney Spears they like <laughs> asked me about it you yeah. know so I I feel like any publicity like really gets you know the conversation going it just helps people become aware it, it helps us become aware of you know because we're not perfect and we've what, d- what? I know I so like it that. helps you like look inward and be like oh this is you know what I could have done differently like I right. I maybe should have thought more before cracking that joke about said celebrity right you know so so everyone, you know, like is guilty of something of that ilk. And I think it'll just get people thinking more. But right. yeah, you you really look at like magazines and I, you really just watching that Britney documentary, you really see, oh, my God, every like young celebrity. Yes. Like that's a girl. It's just like she's a mess. She's a mess. She's yeah. a mess. Like it, all the headlines are just like she's a mess. Yeah. And all the, the guys are just like. Oh, he's great. You right. Know? So, I mean, if they dig into a guy, it's usually like if he's like old, 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 mm. you know. Um, but even like people like uh, Robert Downey Jr., it's like you go to oh rehab and you come back. It's like, oh, he's back. Oh he's God. so amazing. Like, let's he's our Iron Man now. It's like, wait. Yeah. Like, why weren't there jokes about Robert Downey Never. Jr. coming out of Never. rehab? It was all like, oh, did you hear Britney came out of rehab? And right. That's crazy. Right. Yeah. It's it's like. And it's, it's gross. Yeah. It's, but I'd like to think it's changing. I think it is probably slower than it needs to be. But I, I do think the documentary is going to help society move forward as a whole of like, OK, this is not acceptable. Like the way that these this woman was treated is not acceptable. Nothing in that ilk will be accepted in the, these times. So, I mean, I, I also that. think that social media presence really helps 
um, put a face and totally. like uh, to these you know women performers, these women artists, because you're able to see like oh these are just people, you right? Know, these are just people like you and me. Like yeah. they're not these like robots, these machines and everything. Whereas you know back however many years ago you were just like oh Britney Spears she's untouchable, so yeah. of course we can make fun of her, right. you know. But now you're just like oh no I I right. you see other women celebrities on Twitter or Instagram or whatever, and you're just like oh they're just living their lives right. and everything. And I feel like it has certainly killed the paparazzi culture. It's like, oh, you can oh, yeah. like, what's the need for paparazzi when you have Britney or whoever posting whatever they want and crafting their own narratives? Like the celebrity can now take control of their narrative a little bit more, a lot more than they could have because they can speak directly to the fans and the people that want to hear from them and to the public in a way that they couldn't before. And so I think obviously there's that's one of very few good things about social media, but <laughs> I think that is a plus that will help us move in the right direction yeah. as well. Yeah, I mean, there are pluses and minuses to everything, and so that's a plus to social media. Yeah, the minus is it's like killing children, but <laughs> let's go on. <laughs> like, make having giving them the worst self-esteem, the filters, all of that, but... Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you yeah. know, let's look at the pluses. Right, I'm it's sorry, you're it's right. It's Valentine's Day. It is Valentine's Day. Day. We gotta look at the pluses. We gotta look at the love. Gotta look at the okay. bright side. So Matt Steele. Yeah. What's giving you moments, darling? Uh, so this one, I'm like a little ashamed of. Oh. Because... I've been ashamed of it since 2019 when this show premiered. Okay. Um, it's the show Fosse Verdon. I see you watching that. Because I, this show is catered towards me. Like yes. this is my, like a show for me. Yes. And I never watched it. Wow. When it came out in 2019, I just never, I never got around to doing it. Wow. And then 2020 happened and I was like, oh, I'll do it eventually. I'll do it eventually. And it never happened. But this week I finally... Binged the eight episodes of Fosse Vernon from 2019, starring yeah. Michelle Williams and um and oh my god, Sam Rockwell. Um and it is so good. Really? And when I tell you Sam Rockwell's great, obviously he's a great actor. Yeah. Michelle Williams is out of this world. Like really? her performance as Gwen Verdon is so uncanny. It's it's insane. Just every detail nuance of every movement that she makes the sound of her voice just the looks and her eyes she just nails Gwen Verdon Interesting. it's horrifying how believable she is at Gwen, as Gwen Verdon that's it's so insane. funny I feel like my memories of what people thought about her performance was very split like I feel like there were some what? people who were like she's horrible at what yeah that's I never insane. watched it so that's who not said that because everyone was just like oh Michelle Williams is like giving a tour to force I I just remember being people being like what she's doing on that show is ridiculous were and they like non-theater fans? no well no they were <laughs> actors and they were in the business and they were just like I think the what musical she's doing, theater business they are not in musical theater okay well then but, they don't know shit okay, I'm, I'm just this hey was Gwen Verdon I am the messenger please do not shoot me I'm just saying that I, I'm surprised to hear you say that because I was like oh I hear she's really bad in that no you, she won all the awards for I it. know I heard <laughs> she, she was bad no, she deservedly won all the awards okay. for it I mean just Unbelievable. I mean, she is very larger than life because she's playing like an aging Broadway legend. Like, hello, if there, there's nothing more larger than life than mm. that. So, so she like, if you love like a great actor, if you want to learn more about musical theater, Broadway, and like you know the from the '60s into you know the '80s, just that is a show to watch. A lot of episodes are directed by Thomas Kale. Um, and not every episode, but a lot of them are. And he does such an excellent job with, you know, the the jumping through time and everything. But yeah, it's it's really Michelle Williams' performance is just 
unbelievable. And All it's right. crazy because if you were to to like watch Dawson's Creek in the 90s and yeah. be like pointing to that girl and be like, oh, you know what her the role she was born to play was? Gwen Verdon. <laughs> I would be like, you are, you're crazy. <laughs> it's like when Renee Zellweger was announced as playing Judy Garland. It's like, wait, this is crazy. This isn't. Uh, like a choice I would pick off the top right. of my head, but then it happened and you're just like, Oh wait, this is amazing. Well, I mean, so you know, my thoughts on Judy. So. Yeah, but you can, uh, she's undeniable. Yeah, she's, she's, good, undeniable. she's, she's good in the role. Yeah. But I love the movie Judy. I uh-huh. think it's perfect. Mm. Um, well, I think it's, <laughs> I think it's mostly perfect. Okay. Um, but, um, yeah. So really check it out. It's amazing. Like watch it and then like watch videos of Gwen Verdon and you're just mm. like, Oh, <laughs> like the warble in that she gives her voice to sound like Gwen Verdon. is just like, yes, like my God. And you just, you just feel that, you know, just the, the Broadway actresses that like we don't have anymore. Like mm. you feel that presence in her and she just really just commands the screen every time she's on. So wow. Kudos to Michelle. Williams. All right. Deserve award wins. All right. Great. Okay. What was, what were giving you moments this week? Well, I mean, I just have to say over the past couple of days, like uh, I went on a hike with Jackson, his sister and uh, his sister's uh, husband. I also went and saw Janie and then Jackson had an outdoor like uh, goodbye hang for some of his neighbors. And I must say that one day when I saw like nine separate people, <laughs> I was like, oh, right. That's beautiful. This is what it feels like. Like I, we've been cooped up for so long that you kind of almost forget what having like a normal active social life on the weekend is like I am doing this thing the sound better thing where people get hired to like write songs or like sing songs and so I've been doing that and I hadn't gotten any requests and I was like oh my god what am I gonna do on the weekend like I have to be productive or I have to do this thing and it's like no you can just like go hang out with people yeah you know outside wearing masks or whatever and have it be safe and it's like oh once I get this fucking vaccine in my arm it's gonna be great Ooh, I heard my boss talking yesterday yes. and she now like I heard her talking to someone else. So like I didn't talk to her directly. Yeah, but yeah. She said that we are included when they start doing like the food and agriculture. Nice. So it's like, OK, I might be eligible in like oh a God. couple of weeks. I love it. And I just and when I saw Dr. Fauci say oh. that open season was going to be in April. I was like, it's like yes, oh my God, if even if on my birthday, which is at the end of April, I it still has to be on Zoom for the second year in a row. I, if I have a shot in my arm, I'll be thrilled. Oh, my God. I'll be thrilled. And I believe it can happen. Dr. Fauci, I believe in. And it seems like Joe Biden was like, yeah, I just secured 200 million more doses of Pfizer and Moderna. Yeah. Like, and it's he, he's happening. just like, everyone is covered. Every, yeah. Literally, like, everyone it's, is covered. It's, it's happening. Yeah. So get ready. And I'm like, I'm ready. Yeah, and it's going to be like a rollout like from now until end of July. Yes. And it's like going to take as long as it takes to get, you know, needles into arms. But like I will be first in line. I am following that L.A. County public health Twitter or whatever. Mm -hmm. When even now they're like, okay, there are more spots to sign up if you're 65 and up. And I'm like, I will be the first person to sign up as soon as they're like, we're opening tier two. I'm like, ah! (laughs) <laughs> like, You'd be like take me take, take me, me. To, I will run to the center that moment just because it's like I need it and because you forget you I'm like what was it like before what was it like to have a social life and see people and like relax and not be cooped up playing Mario Kart all the time and mm-hmm. when you have a little taste of it you're like yes 
Oh this yeah, and and everyone's kind of just like, oh my god, I, I feel like it, it's gonna be so weird, and no one's gonna want to bounce back to like what things were before. Like everyone's gonna be afraid to see each other and everything. And I'm kind of like, I don't know. Like we're humans, we adapt right. easily, we adapt quickly. I feel like after a bit, we'll bounce back, yeah. we'll, and we'll things will feel like normal again right. and everything. So I, I'm feeling very confident about it. And there may be things I'll wait on doing. Like I'm not going to a movie theater first day I get my second dose, but it's going to be like, if I can have people over all of us that and know that we're all vaccinated, mm-hmm. like that is all I really want. Mm-hmm. That is all I really want. I want nothing God. more than to sit in a boba place <laughs> and do my work at a boba place. I know. I don't want to sit in my bed. you know I'm, I'm not a bedroom person Mm-mm. as a child I never was in my bedroom <laughs> except to sleep I didn't do my homework in my bedroom Why? hang out in my bedroom I, didn't, I don't know I just I wasn't we weren't bedroom we weren't a bedroom family yeah. I guess but I, I like so the fact that I'm just like in my bedroom yeah and just like trying to work in my bedroom. I'm just like, I hate this oh. so much. But we're near the finish line. I really believe it. Yeah. And I mean, like, it's harder for you because like I actually go to work. I like know. I see people, I, I have to see, see people because I have my coworkers right. and everything. But you, you really, I really, yeah, you really, I see you and Jackson and Janie. And so even w- opening it up to just a few more people this weekend, I was like, <gasps> It was it was crazy. So it's happening. It's coming. I like someday, like months after this is all wrapped up and we're all COVID free. I want to go back and listen to the podcasts we did like before this started, because I remember saying dumb shit. I know. We're just like, I'm not worried about it. Like, I just don't think it's going to be that big of a deal. And it's just those were the two gay mats (laughs) 1.0. They were the two gay mats 1.0 and the 2.0. We know to take all this shit seriously, especially when you have an inept person, you know, leading the country. I wonder like if I sound crazier now than I did back then crazier in what way like I don't know if I I don't know because I'm not watching myself but have I gone slowly I mean I don't think I've gone too insane yeah but have I gone a little more off kilter than I was before just from you know the being stuck inside and I think the the craziest we sounded in retrospect is when we said that we didn't. This is gonna be <laughs> we a didn't big sound deal. crazy. We just then. were we just, so wrong. We, we just had blind spots. We did. I mean, the whole spot, darling. <laughs> if COVID was the spot, we it was all blind. No, we at least knew that it existed. Yes, we believed in it, but we we're yeah. just like, oh, it's gonna be like SARS. Like that was nothing. That was nothing, guys. And, <laughs> but again. We're inching closer and closer. It's lovely whenever I get updates. My mom just got her second dose. Oh, like sick. it's just amazing. And that's the thing is I or go, not sick. Not hey, sick, bitch. Yes. Mrs. Palmer, vaccinated I queen. I, she's the vaccinated queen. And I can't wait. That's like the first thing I'm gonna do is I'm gonna fly home and see my parents who I haven't oh, seen. I'm so excited. In a year you. and you know, two months now. So it's gonna be great. It's gonna be great. And it's happening. It's 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 happening. Yeah, you deserve a nice vacation. Right. Yeah. I feel like I do. So I guess it's time to say goodbye to all our company. To is that a M I C K E Y? Oh, M O U S E. It's Britney's Mickey Mouse Club, right? Britney Spears presents the Mickey Mouse Club. Yeah, yes. Okay. Britney Spears <laughs> is the Mickey the Mouse Club. <laughs> I love that. Okay, well, let's say goodbye to all of you. Thank you guys so much for listening. We'll be back soon with more Two K Mats podcast. Bye. 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 